This is the Music Halls of Fame podcast. This week, we honor the year 1991, along with a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 1991. We also look at the case for putting Alice in Chains into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And our Spotlight Walk of Fame is the Hollywood Walk of Fame in Los Angeles, California. This podcast celebrates those who have been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with celebrating the year in which they were inducted. We'll also look at the case for certain artists to be inducted into the hall who aren't there yet. Plus, every week we'll discuss a different musical Hall of Fame, Walk of Fame, or museum and celebrate someone who's been inducted into them. First up, though, as everybody else reminds you, please hit that thumbs up button, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave a comment and share the podcast if you're listening to the audio version or the video if you're watching this on either YouTube or Spotify video. They tell me that it actually helps with the algorithm for some reason or other. I post these podcasts in audio and video form every Thursday morning, so check back every single week. You can also search for them in either audio or video form under Music Halls of Fame, wherever you get your audio or video podcast from. Now, with all that said, let's get to this week's podcast. The year was 1991. The yearly inflation rate in America was 4.25%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed out the year at 3,168. The interest rates for the end of the year was 6.5%. Average cost of a new house was $120,000. Average income for the year was $29,430. Average monthly rent was $495, and a gallon of gas set you back $1.12. The Soviet Union collapsed in 1991, also collapsing that year, the country of Yugoslavia, which split into Serbia and Croatia. Those two would later go on to fight a war. Boris Yeltsin was elected in the country known as Russia again. A coalition of countries led by the United States, with George H. Bush as the President of the United States, went to Kuwait to beat back Iraqi dictator Saddam Hussein's forces. Hussein had invaded the country the year before. Known as the Gulf War, it was over within about four months and also brought CNN to the forefront of television. Video surfaced that year of motorist Rodney King being beaten by four police officers during a traffic stop in Los Angeles, California. The officers were later acquitted, leading to the L.A. riots in 1992. Mount Pinatubo's eruption was the second largest volcanic eruption in the 20th century. The 1912 eruption in Alaska, for the record, was the biggest. The Japanese economy also collapsed in 1991, which led to years of stagnation. Famous people who were born in 1991 include actors Dylan O'Brien, Tyler Posey, Emma Roberts, Shailene Woodley, Kelsey Asbeel, Ivania Lynch, Jamie Lynn Spears, Jeremy Allen White, Amber Sienna, 
Zazie Beetz, Carmela Zumbado, Bonnie Wright, and Anthony Ramos. Also, basketball players Kawhi Leonard and Chris Middleton, wrestler Alexa Bliss, baseball player Trevor Bauer, tennis player Simona Halep, MMA fighters Islam Makachev, and Brian Ortega, for the record, soccer players Martin Braithwith, James Rodriguez, Anton Griezmann, and Eden Hazard, and model Emily Ratajkowski were all born in 1991. Famous people who passed away in 1991 included football player Red Grange, King Olaf V of Norway, ballerina Margot Fontaine, comedian Danny Thomas, politician John Sherman Cooper, political strategist Lee Atwater, actor Aldo Ray, choreographer Martha Graham, politician John Hines, Japanese politician Shintaro Abe, who is the father of Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, Indian Prime Minister Rajiv Gandhi, actress Jean Arthur, actress Peggy Ashcroft, actress Lee Remick, actor Michael Landon, football coach Paul Brown, journalist Harry Reasoner, astronaut James Irwin, Egyptian Prime Minister Ali Sabri, children's writer Dr. Seuss, film director Frank Capra, German Nazi Klaus Barbie, actor John Hoyt, comedian Red Fox, Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry, actress Jean Tierney, actor Fred McMurray, actor Klaus Kinski, actor Ralph Bellamy, Italian politician Franco Maria Malfatti, and mass murderer Richard Speck. The Nobel Peace Prize went to Aung San Suu Kyi from Burma, now called Myanmar, for her efforts to try to bring democracy to the country. That worked for a few years, but now the country's back under a military junta. CNN founder Ted Turner was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Patrick Swayze was named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. Books that were published in 1991 include Outlander by Diana Gabaldon, The Firm by Robin Waterfield, American Psycho by Brett Easton Ellis, The Sandman by Neil Gaiman, Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers, Needful Things by Stephen King, and The Vampire Diaries by L.J. Smith. Nadine Gordimer won the Nobel Prize for Literature, John Updike won the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction, Louis McMaster Bujold won the Hugo Award, and in comics, Mighty Mouse, The Transformers, and Cloak and Dagger were all canceled. In technology, the first website went online on August 6th, and the internet was in full swing. Sort of. The fastest internet speed was with 14.4 kbps modems, which allowed you to download a 1 megabyte file in 9 minutes and 15 seconds. Yes, kids, the internet was really that slow. Apple introduced the PowerBook Notebook laptop. The HP ScanJet was the first color scanner. The Blaster Pro CT1330 was the first stereo sound card. The Norton Antivirus program was released in 1991. Linux first started in 1991 as well. And the Galileo space probe became the first spacecraft to look at an asteroid up close. 
In video games, Sonic the Hedgehog debuted. Other popular games that year were Battletoads, Super Mario Bros. 3, The Simpsons, Bart vs. the Space Mutants, Family Feud, G.I. Joe, The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, Final Fantasy II, Tecmo, Super Bowl, Road Rash, RBI Baseball 2, Baseball Stars, and Base Wars. Also debuting that year in America, the Super NES from Nintendo. In television, the first televisions with the closed caption display built into the TV were sold that year. Adam Sandler joined the cast of Saturday Night Live. Comedy Central started broadcasting in 1991. Also debuting that year were E! News, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, Clarissa Explains It All, Sisters, Doug, Rugrats, Darkwing Duck, Let's Get Dangerous, Tasmania, The Maury Povich Show, The Montel Williams Show, The Commish, The Charlie Rose Show, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, and Silk Stockings. A little show called Baywatch was canceled by NBC and moved to syndication in 1991, where it became a worldwide smash hit. Shows that ended in 1991 included Tic-Tac-Doe, The Gummy Bears, The Joker's Wild, 21 Jump Street, Dallas, the first time around, and Tailspin. The biggest shows for the 91-92 season were Cheers, 60 Minutes, Roseanne, A Different World, Cosby Show, Murphy Brown, Empty Nest, America's Funniest Home Videos, Monday Night Football, The Golden Girls, and Designing Women. At the Emmy Awards, Cheers won Best Comedy, and L.A. Law won Best Drama. In film, Terminator 2 Judgment Day was the biggest movie of the year. That was also the year of Thelma and Louise, Oliver Stone's JFK, and Kevin Costner attempting an English accent in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Thankfully, he gave up about a third of the way into the movie. Other big movies were Home Alone, The Silence of the Lambs, City Slickers, Sleeping with the Enemy, Dances with Wolves, The Addams Family, The Naked Gun Two and a Half, The Smell of Fear, Backdraft, and... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. That was the one that had vanilla ice in it. Also, Beauty and the Beast, Hot Shots, Cape Fear, Boys in the Hood, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, which was the final one with all of the members of the original TV series cast. And finally, Kindergarten Cop. It's not the Tuma. The biggest awarded winning movie of the year was The Silence of the Lambs, which won Best Picture, Best Director for Jonathan Demme, Best Actor for Anthony Hopkins, and Best Actress for Jodie Foster. Jack Palance won the Best Supporting Actor Oscar for City Slickers. He famously did one-arm push-ups during his acceptance speech, which became a running gag by Oscar host that year, Billy Crystal, for the entire rest of the ceremony. Mercedes Ruel won Best Supporting Actress for The Fisher King. For you Disney buffs out there, Beauty and the Beast became the first animated movie to be nominated for a Best Picture Oscar that year, and it also won Best Score for Alan Menken, and Best Song for the theme song to Beauty and the Beast.
In sports, Magic Johnson announced that he had tested positive for the AIDS virus in 1991. Nolan Ryan pitched his seventh no-hitter in baseball. Dave Rigetti broke the major league record for saves by a lefty pitcher with 238. The New York Giants won the Super Bowl for the 1991 season, which was held in 1992 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That year's halftime show theme, by the way, was titled Winter Magic and was a salute to the 92 Winter Olympics that were upcoming. The show featured Gloria Stefan along with Winter Olympics athletes, the fabled 1980 U.S. hockey team, skaters Brian Boitano and Dorothy Hamill, and the University of Minnesota marching band. Colorado, by the way, won the NCAA College Football Championship that year. The Minnesota Twins won Baseball's World Series. In basketball, the Chicago Bulls won the NBA championship. Duke won the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. Tennessee won the NCAA Women's Basketball Championship. The Pittsburgh Penguins won the Stanley Cup in hockey. Miguel Indurain won Cycling's Tour de France. Detroit won the Major Indoor Lacrosse Championship. Strike the Gold won the Kentucky Derby, but Hansel ended up winning the Preakness and the Belmont Stakes, thus denying Strike the Gold the Triple Crown. In motorsports, Artin Senna won the Formula One Championship, Michael Andretti won the IndyCar Championship, and Dale Earnhardt Sr. won the NASCAR Championship. In tennis, Boris Becker won the Australian Open, Jim Courier won the French Open, Michael Stitch won Wimbledon, and Stefan Edberg won the U.S. Open. On the women's side, Monica Sellis won the Australian, U.S., and French Open, while Steffi Graf won Wimbledon. In golf, Ian Woolsman won the Masters, Payne Stewart won the U.S. Open, Ian Baker Finch won the British Open, and John Daly won the PGA Championship. On the women's side, Amy Alcott won the Nabisco Dinosaur Tournament, Meg Mallon won the LPGA Championship and also the U.S. Women's Open, and Nancy Scranton won the Classique de Maurière. In soccer, the United States won their first Women's World Cup. FK Red Star won the UEFA Championship and the Intercontinental Cup. Tottenham won the FA Cup, and Diego Mardona was banned for over a year after testing positive for cocaine. In league championships, Arsenal won in England, Barcelona won in Spain, Sampdoria won in Italy, Marseille won in France, and FC Kaiserslautern won in Germany. Basketball superstar Michael Jordan and tennis superstar Monica Seles won the Associated Press Male and Female Athletes of the Year, respectively. In music, Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit music video debuted on MTV's alternative music show 120 Minutes on September 29, 1991. Another big video premiering that year was Michael Jackson's Black or White, which had its premiere across three cable networks. Christian contemporary music broke through in 1991 as Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant both had hit albums. Alternative rap took hold with Tribe Called Quest's Low End Theory in 1991. The biggest album of the year was Metallica's Black Album. However, Nirvana's Nevermind and Grunge officially broke through to the mainstream as Pearl Jam also released their album 10 and Soundgarden released Bad Motorfinger. 
R.E.M. released Out of Time, Smashing Pumpkins released Gish, Garth Brooks became a megastar with the album Rope in the Wind, U2 released Octung Baby, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers released Blood Sugar, Sex, and Magic. Other big albums that year were Natalie Cole's Unforgettable with Love, Michael Jackson's Dangerous, Guns N' Roses' Use Your Illusions 1 and 2, Simply Red's Stars, the KLF's The White Room, Dire Straits on Every Street, Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tears, and Brian Adams' Waking Up the Neighbors. The biggest song of 1991 was the theme from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Brian Adams' Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Classic. Whitney Houston sang one of the most memorable versions of the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl that year. Her version was released as a single, actually, and then it became a huge hit. Other hit songs of 1991 include I Wanna Sex You Up from Color Me Bad, CMC Music Factory with Gonna Make You Sweat, Everybody Dance Now, Paul Abdul's Rush Rush, One More Try from Timmy T, Unbelievable from EMF, Extreme with More Than Words, High Fives, I Like the Way, the first time from Surface and Baby Baby from Amy Grant. Artists who were born in 1991 include Ed Sheeran, Carol G., Louis Tomlinson of One Direction, Charlie Puth, Jesse Nelson and Leanne Pennick of Little Mix, Anne Marie, and rappers Da Baby, Offset, Quavo, Young Thug, NF, Fetty Wap, Moneybag Yo, PNB Rock, and Tyler the Creator. November 24th of that year was the date that Freddie Mercury of Queen passed away from complications from AIDS and Eric Carr of KISS passed away from cancer. Legendary festival promoter Bill Graham was killed in a helicopter crash. Also passing away in 1991 was Eric Clapton's son who fell out of a window in New York City. His passing became the subject of Clapton's hit single Tears in Heaven. Other musical artists who passed away in 1991 included Steve Clark from Def Leppard from Alcoholism, jazz trumpet player Buck Clayton, composer Ernst Krennic, singer-actor Yves Montand, singer Mort Schumann, musician Andres Panufnik, singer Tennessee Ernie Ford, musician Ole Beach, singer Roy Black, jazz great Miles Davis, Singer Dottie West, violinist Zeno Franscati, jazz saxophonist Charlie Barnett, pianist Claudio Aria, jazz saxophonist Stan Getz, temptation singer David Ruffin, singer Gene Clark, Egyptian singer Mohammed Abdel Wahab, composer Carmine Coppola, guitarist Johnny Thunders, musician Steve Marriott, Composer Doc Primus, guitar maker Leo Fender, French singer Serge Gainsbourg, lyricist Howard Ashman, and singer and actor Renato Raskel. At the Grammy Awards for the music of 1991, Natalie Cole won three of the four major awards, including Best Album for Unforgettable with Love and Song and Record of the Year for her duet with her father Nat King Cole, Unforgettable. Mark Cohen, whose big hit was Walking in Memphis, won Best New Artist. At the Eurovision Singing Contest that was held in Rome, Italy for that year, Sweden won. 
At the Tony Awards, the Will Rogers Follies won Best Musical and Fiddler on the Roof won Best Revival of a Musical. The Pulitzer Prize for Music was shared between Shamalit Ran for Symphony, Bright Shang for Four Movements for Piano, and Charles Fussell for Wild. At the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, the Hall inducted record executive Sahui Erdogan into the non-performers category. Band leader David Bartholomew and record producer Ralph Bass were inducted into the non-performers category. Howlin' Wolf was inducted into the early influencers category. And in the performers category, the Hall inducted John Lee Hooker, Laverne Baker, the Birds, The Impressions, Wilson Pickett, Ike and Tina Turner, and this next artist. Jimmy Reed was born on September 6, 1925 in Dunleith, Mississippi. When he was still a kid, his family moved to Chicago, Illinois, where he learned how to play the guitar and harmonica from someone who would play a part in his life later on, Eddie Taylor. He busked on the streets of Chicago to help his family make ends meet until Uncle Sam came calling when he turned 18 and he was drafted into the military, which he got out of at the end of World War II. He was 20 years old at the time. Once he got out of the military, Jimmy moved back to Mississippi for a little while and married the love of his life, who also ended up on a lot of his hits as a backup singer, Mary. He went to work at a meatpacking plant in Gary, Indiana, which was the hometown of a Motown artist known as the Jackson Five. You may have heard of them. While Jimmy worked in the meatpacking plant during the weekdays, he would play on the streets of Gary, Indiana during his off hours. By the time 1950 rolled around, he was already making a name for himself, having played for a time with a group called the Gary Kings, and also sometimes played on the streets with a guy named Willie Joe Duncan. Jimmy decided to try his luck getting a recording contract, so he tried Chess Records, who said no for some weird reason. Jimmy did end up at VJ Records through a contact with the Gary Kings, who happened to be the legendary bluesman Albert King. Jimmy started his recording career playing with the man who taught him how to play all his instruments, Eddie Taylor. Jimmy's first hit was the song, You Don't Have to Go. It was followed by a nice run of hits like, I Don't Go For That, Ain't That Lovin' You Baby, Can't Stand To See You Go, I Love You Baby, You Got Me Dizzy, Little Rain, Honey Where You Going, The Sun Is Shining, Honest I Do, I'm Gonna Get My Baby, I Told You Baby, and so many more, half of them with the name Baby in them. Go figure. Unfortunately for Jimmy, the usual musical vices took over his life. In Jimmy's case, it was alcohol and lots of it. Sometimes his wife had to remind him of his own lyrics while on stage. His wife Mary really was his rock in so many ways, so much so that she became known as Mama Reed. Jimmy was also fighting epilepsy, which he had been misdiagnosed for until he was right around the age of 32. 
When VJ Records ended up going out of business, Jimmy was signed to ABC Bluesway, but he couldn't duplicate what he did at VJ Records. He did a tour overseas in the late 1960s, but other than that, things went pretty sporadically. On August 29, 1976, at the age of 50, Jimmy Reed passed away in Oakland, California from heart failure with 23 albums to his credit and five posthumous albums. What made Jimmy worthy of induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was his influence on a lot of artists in the early rock and roll era. The Rolling Stones covered at least eight of Jimmy's songs. Elvis Presley recorded some songs as well, as did the Yardbirds, Steve Miller Band, and the Animals, among many others. The key to Jimmy's influence was the fact that his style of electric guitar blues pleased both blues fans and non-blues fans alike, with his style being, quote, easily accessible, end quote. Presented for induction by 2004 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees ZZ Top, Jimmy Reed. Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Class of 1991. It is time to look at the case for putting Alice in Chains into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. To the tale of the tape we go. Alice in Chains put out six full albums. Of those, all but one of them hit the top 15 in America, with four of those hitting the top six, and one, their third album, Alice in Chains, hitting number one and selling two million copies. Their first album, Facelift, sold three million copies in America. Their second album, Dirt, was their most successful, selling five million copies, but only making it to number six on the album's chart. The only other album to sell anything major was 2009's album, Black Gives Way to Blue, selling half a million copies. Out of their three live albums, the MTV Unplugged album hit number three on the album's chart and sold two million copies. And out of their five compilation albums, two of them, 1999's Nothing Safe, Best of the Box, and 2001's Greatest Hits went platinum, while two of their others hit gold and one of them didn't do much of anything, to be honest with you. They also had three EPs. Of those, 1992's Sap sold half a million copies, while 1994's Jar of Flies sold 4 million copies and became the very first EP to hit number one on the Billboard Albums chart. As far as their singles went, they put out 32 of those. Of those, none of them hit the top 40 on the pop charts. On the rock charts, though, it's a completely different story. They had 30 hit the top 40, with 18 of those hitting the top 10 and 5 of those hitting number one. Strangely, only one song, 1994's No Excuses, hit number one on the rock charts with lead singer Lane Staley at the helm of the band. With the other four number ones coming in 2009, 2012, and 2013, long after Lane's untimely death on April 5th, 2002. 
Alice in Chains have sold over 14 million copies in America and 30 million albums worldwide. They've also been nominated for 11 Grammy Awards with no wins, however. They were nominated for three MTV Video Music Awards, winning one for 1993's song Wood from the single soundtrack for Best Video from a Film. VH1 put them at number 34 on their greatest hard rock artists of all time list. Hit Parader said that they were the 15th greatest live band of all time. And here is the reason why Alice in Chains actually belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Simply put, they were one of the four most influential bands to come out of the Seattle Sound era, the other three being Pearl Jam, Nirvana, and Soundgarden. Two of those three, Pearl Jam and Nirvana, are in the hall already, while Soundgarden have not been put in yet for some inexplicable reason as well. They've influenced tons of bands like Avenged Sevenfold, Creed, Queens of the Stone Age, Seether, Manic Street Preachers, Godsmack, Smashing Pumpkins, and even Metallica who were influenced by Alice in Chains on Metallica's 2008 album, Death Magnetic. Plus, lead guitarist and songwriter Jerry Cantrell is considered a god in the rock world, with even Elton John wanting to work with him. As far as the criteria for getting into the hall, they have the industry respect, plus the awards, nods, and commercial success thrown in for good measure, and yet, no love from the rock hall. That needs to change pronto, although it is nice that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does have Alice in Chains claymation dolls from their music video for their song I Stay Away in the hall's actual collection. Very nice indeed. It's not the same though, Rock Hall. Alice in Chains should be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, even though the claymation doll thing is rather nice, not gonna lie. There are many walks of fames in the world. There's the Aerospace Walk of Honor in Lancaster, California, for instance. There's also the Almeria Walk of Fame in Almeria, Spain, the Australian Film Walk of Fame in Sydney, Australia. However, when you think of walks of fame, you really only think of one. It's the most famous walk of fame of them all. It is the Hollywood Walk of Fame in Hollywood, California. The idea for the walk was dreamed up by E.M. Stewart, who was president of the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce in 1953. People think that the idea for having stars came from the Hollywood Hotel, which had stars on the ceilings of their dining room. The final parameters for the project were agreed upon in 1955 and presented to the Los Angeles City Council in 1956. Construction for the walk started in 1958 and ended in 1960. There were eight people who were supposed to be given stars first. Olive Borden, Ronald Coleman, Louise Frazenda, Preston Foster, Burt Lancaster, Edward Sedgwick, Ernest Torrance, and Joanne Woodward. However, 
director Stanley Kramer is credited with having his star installed on the actual Walk of Fame first on March 28, 1960. Popular myth is that Joanne Woodward was the first star, but she was actually the first person to be photographed posing with her star, so that myth kind of stuck. The walk covers 1.3 miles down Hollywood Boulevard with a few side streets added as space permits. As of this recording in 2022, there are 2,731 stars. The stars are awarded in five different categories, film, television, theater slash live performance, radio, and music. For our podcast, though, we'll only be dealing with artists who were awarded in at least the radio and music categories. People who get stars have to pay $50,000 for the upkeep to the star, and every year the Chamber of Commerce gets over 200 names for consideration for a star. But in actuality, only 20 to 24 stars are awarded during a normal year. There has only been one star so far that has not been put on the actual sidewalk, Muhammad Ali's, because he didn't want it to be walked on because he was a champion. Rightly so. He was inducted into the theater-slash-live performance category, and his star is on a wall at Hollywood and Highland at 6801 Hollywood Boulevard. There have also been special stars given out to people who were part of the Hollywood community, such as former L.A. mayor, the late Tom Bradley, and honorary mayor of Hollywood and the guy most associated with promoting the Walk of Fame, the late great Johnny Grant. There have been stars given as well to people who were not entertainers but had done important things, such as the crew of Apollo 11. Usually those stars are put in the live performance category because a lot of their performances are actually caught on camera. There have been two presidents who were given stars, Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump. Reagan was given one for his radio and acting career, and Trump because of his TV show The Apprentice. Only one star so far in the history of the Walk of Fame has ever been considered for removal from the Walk of Fame, Donald Trump. As of yet, no final decision has been made about removing it. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, originally known as Tony Flo and the Miraculously Majestic Masters of Mayhem, formed in 1983 when Anthony Kiedis and Flea met in Fairfax High School, which is only, by the way, a few blocks away from where their star is located. Their sound was always alternative rock mixed in with funk. The first lineup of the band featured lead singer Anthony Kiedis, bassist Flea, guitarist Hillel Slovak, and drummer Jack Irons. That lineup stayed steady through their first three albums, The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Freaky Styly, and The Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Slovak unfortunately ended up passing away from an accidental heroin overdose in 1988, which also led to Irons leaving. The band replaced both members with guitarist John Frusciante and drummer Chad Smith. Flea and Kiedis, who had also been using drugs at the time, decided to get help for their addictions. 
1989, they released the album Mother's Milk. It was the first time that they had tasted mainstream success as their cover of Stevie Wonder's Higher Ground charted. Their biggest success came with their next album, 1991's Blood Sugar Sex Magic. That album had the hits Under the Bridge, Give It Away, Suck My Kiss, and Breaking the Girl. The band went through a couple more lineup changes, including Frusciante coming and going twice and Dave Navarro joining in for about a year. All the while, the band continued their hot streak with Californication, By the Way, I'm With You, Stadium, Arcadium, and The Getaway. They've maintained their fan base to this very day with their style of alternative funk rock and high-energy concerts. And they are one of the biggest alternative rock acts of all time with claim sales of over 80 million albums worldwide. Located at 6212 Hollywood Boulevard in front of Amoeba Records, you will find the star of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The 2717th star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in Hollywood, California. And that is it for the Music Halls of Fame podcast. Don't forget to rate five stars, of course, and also to subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to the audio version of the podcast on either Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you get your podcast from, all under Music Halls of Fame, or you can watch the video version of this podcast either on YouTube or Spotify Video, also under Music Halls of Fame. And you can also check out our other podcast, the Music History Today podcast, which is our daily podcast on the music history for that particular date. That shows up every morning wherever you get your podcast from, both audio and Spotify and YouTube video. Our Facebook page is facebook.com backslash music history today. Our website is jamaritaniamedia.com and our Twitter is Music History Day. Thank you very, very much for either listening or watching.